from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today on the program, we're talking to the DIYer out there, the ones that are using what they have and a can-do attitude to get things done. But as we've mentioned on this show before, sometimes DIY is not the way to go. We'll list the 10 most common DIY mistakes, and if you need some help with a home improvement project, we'll gladly help out. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solution 601. Jeff Salmon's stuck in traffic. From Houseworks, but he did send a text to say he's stuck in traffic. So we'll, we'll we'll have him in here as soon as he gets in here today on the program. We're talking uh, to the DIYers out there, the ones that are using what they have and a can-do attitude to get things done. But as we have mentioned on this show many times, uh, DIY sometimes is not the way to go. If you don't know what you're doing, we'll list the ten most common DIY mistakes. And if you need some help with one that you're working on right now. We're glad to help you through it. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How's it going, Dale? Oh, I'm feeling well, thanks to the great creator. There we go. So it, how long is it going to be uh, until Jeff gets here? You want to make a call? I would say um, in this weather, three minutes, five. He should be uh, around the corner, just right okay. around the bend. All, right. <laughs> All right, we'll let him off the hook when he gets here. Anyway, uh, talking about DIY today and some of those mistakes. Um, this this is going to be fun because I've got a nice fat list here that's going to be uh, a lot to learn. But what what is it that now that it's raining outside? What is it that you're working on at the moment? Right now, we are um, working on a deadline. We have a full remodel. The uh, homeowner is out of town. They should be back in Friday. Um, you know, real so you short gotta move. move. Yes, we got to put the kitchen back together. We must uh, finish up the bathrooms. So I got to get you to send the pictures so I can put them on Facebook. Uh, you uh, you had one shot of like where you were working on the the bathroom and the the. The wall of the shower just looked wonderful, just great oh, tile yes. work and all this other stuff. But the, the toilet was still sitting in the <laughs> middle of the shower because <laughs> it's definitely in progress. So Yes, we're working around the clock, um, just, you know, meet the uh, deadline. There you go. So um, it's just one of those challenges along with many others. Now, this weekend I did something that is so – all right, I'm going to use this term that I've heard the kids use. You ready? Awesome. No, meta. 
<laughs> I was okay. Look, I made a tool with a bunch of my tools. Oh okay? wow! So what I did was uh, I, I built a foldable sawhorse because Get I needed a, here. I needed a sawhorse. Foldable. And, yeah, but I had all these old door hinges, right? So all right, here we go. I'm going to give the secret to DIY. I went on Pinterest. Okay, which is where DIY lives um, and breathes every day. So I went on Pinterest and I found some plans where they had actually is made by the family handyman. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, we used to have family handyman on the, on the show here. Yes. Yeah, family handyman had some plans of how to make um, a a foldable wooden sawhorse out of two by fours and some door hinges. So, you can't beat that. I know. So that's what I did this weekend. Even. Put a handle on it so I can carry it. Look at that. Oh, man. I know, right? That's a $70 value. I know. I got to sit back and look at something that I had no use for this weekend, but that I did make. So that's kind of cool, right? All right. So, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send a... uh, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Ooh, that would be an interesting thing. Uh, if you do have something that you found on, like, Pinterest or Instructables or something like that, give me give me a call. Tell me what you built that you found on one of those things. I've, I've built a lot of stuff based on Pinterest stuff. My wife, uh, like, made reefs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? You know, you can do that if you find that. This is pretty cool. Anyway. It's nothing like a, um, a cool craft. And and sit back and look at something that you had no idea you could create this. Right, right. So that, and that's that's what's cool about it. So anyway, give us a call eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Talking now about uh, the the costliest mistakes as a DIYer, uh, things you should avoid. Uh, avoid. And this is from a uh, website called wisebread.com. dot com. No clue. Anyway, but this is mistake number one. And this one, wow. Cheap tools, no tools, wrong tools. Or dull tools. Uh, I'm telling you what. Let's see. Cheap tools uh, and wrong tools, Mm -hmm. both of those can get you hurt. Yes. Both of them. Because a cheap tool that breaks down on you. Uh, when you're doing the project, you can you can really hurt yourself. You know, it always leads to either busted knuckles or some kind of blood drawing. <laughs> you know, it, it gives right. at the time when you put the most screen on, like right, mm. yeah, boom. Now you can start a job thinking you've got all the right equipment, right? But hammering a nail in the into the wall with the back of your shoe just it's not going to cut it. Neither is that nifty saw you got at the dollar store. Okay. In, in the correct tool, I told one of my guys, we were doing um, some wood floors, and he had the rubber mallet. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to nail one of the finished nails in. I'm like, no. No. Dude, no. All you going to do is mess up the mallet. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, now, I did want to mention this. I've been in this situation where, like, okay, I wanted to put up, uh, I needed to put up some shutters. And this is before I really got into doing the DIY stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was going to put it up there and with, uh, I was going to use screws. Okay. Wow. And, uh, what, what, when I got up there, I didn't have an electric, I just had a hand <laughs> screwdriver <laughs> and I got up there on a ladder. Right. 
and I started screwing. Well, after after you know that first screw is in there good, and your arm is about to fall off from moving that screwdriver over and over and over and over and over, and over I, you know you're like, okay, I need to take like a thirty minute break before I can put put in the second screw. Yeah, that's now, that's tough. Now, is it worth going out and buying the best Milwaukee or Dewalt drill? that they make to do no. that one project. Here's the thing that I learned. If, you know, um, there's some things in here where it says, go out, buy the right tool for the particular job. I have to disagree with that. Okay. My uh, point is, is that if you're just doing one job, you've never done this before. Mm-hmm. You don't plan on doing this a lot in the future. Why don't you borrow that tool? Um, it mean, it's get, it's and, difficult to borrow tools now. But I'm just saying, borrow the tool or rent the tool. Yeah, at, at any of the yeah, box the stores, room, you, yeah. can, you can rent the tools. But the thing is, if you try to do a job without the proper tool, it's yeah. going to be a lot more effort. It's going to hurt the next day. And like Dell said, you might end up bleeding. Now, you can get um, some tools from the dollar store or, you know, just the you know the cheapest store. Um, like, for instance, I will buy a palm sander from oh. Walmart. You know, or, or just Fred's. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even those little drills, you can start off with those now. They're going to let you down, but they will get you started getting experience to using um, a sand or a drill. Right. And once you so, turn that one up, then you're ready to move on to a little more experience. And there is a, a place for the cheaper tools, and that's in your learning phase. Right? <laughs> yes. That's yes. what I wanted to jump in and say, like, that'll be something for me or because so, I'm not doing – even what you do, Jason, right. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So I could use a little cheap saw or a cheap little uh, power right. screwdriver. Well, if you use just if you just use something once a year or once every six months, something like that, it's really not a big deal. And you, you, in other words, why would you want to spend top dollar to get tools that you're going to use, you know, once in June? And if you spend under twenty bucks, you shouldn't be mad when it tear up. Now that's what I was gonna say too. Now if you you should know the value of what you have because if you're trying to do a whole bathroom or or put up some new cabinets and you have your twenty dollar uh, drill, right? Just be just be prepared for when it goes out. Don't be mad at anybody but yourself. Yeah, right? Don't try to get it fixed. Right? No, no, no. Go buy another one. Yeah. And by the way, most of these power tools are just so not worth the money of fixing them. No, even the cheaper nail guns, they got nail guns under a hundred bucks. But uh, then again, they're going to let you down when you, if you think you're finna start uh, framing houses with them and stuff like that. Now you can do a little, get the feel of the gun and play around with it. But once you seriously get ready to work, you're going to have to step it up. Right. You know. That's that's um, that's kind of spooky too, but it, it, be careful, folks. So as I got more into this uh, home repair thing and started dealing with some of the tools, uh, things like nail guns, um, this is this is just a legal way to sell some sort of gun because it's a projectile, um, and and if you do this wrong, you can really hurt yourself or those around you. So be yes. careful with the tools that you have. There's another one that you that you have all pretty much heard of called a saws all, mm-hmm. and the purpose of this tool is to saw all. So yes, meat and all, yeah, every anything that gets under it is sawed. <laughs> so anyway, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. There's your first tip. We got ten of those. Number to call is eight seven seven. MPB ring. 
All right, uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. We are talking about the most common DIY mistakes today, according to wisebread.com. If you have made any of these mistakes and want to share, give us a call. We, we promise not to laugh. Well, okay, no, we don't promise not to laugh. But also, if you need some general home improvement help today, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at Online. We'll be right back. An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solution 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, still battling traffic. Today we're talking about 10 costly mistakes every DIYer should avoid, according to wisebread.com, which I just found out is like this big financial thing that says to like save money and stuff. So hang on, Java's going to explain it to me. Yeah, it's a financial, wisebread.com is a financial planning website, and it gives tips and advice about saving money, investing money. So this is the perfect list because all of these mistakes on this list cost money. Cost money. Yes. And okay. if you want to jump into the DIY thing, you need to be, at, uh, you know, be, beware of these mistakes because they will cost you money. Okay. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to some uh, some more of those here in just a second. We're going to go to the phone. Uh, John is in Ridgeland, and he's calling about cleaning a patio. How's it going, John? Uh, very good. How are you? Very good. So, what kind of patio do you have? Oh, so this is a flagstone patio. It's pretty good. It's about um, uh, it's like maybe seventy by thirty. Pretty good sized flat, and it's a flagstone patio. It's on the north side of the house. Uh-huh. So here's my issue. I think because it's on the north side of the house, it tends to mildew or mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having to pressure wash it about every two years. And I'll pressure wash it. It looks like it, it was just laid. And within a year, it looks like uh, it's black, basically. And so um, I'm sure you're going to tell me you're going to have to pressure wash it every two years, and that's it. However, <laughs> I'm looking for uh other options, if possible, or if anybody has a better idea, it's a very painstaking process, as you might imagine. Yeah, um, I, it's, I, a, it's a big area. I do that once a year, but I think I can save you a little time here. Um, Dell and I were talking about this last year. Remember, uh, uh, you and Jeff were talking about the house wash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this stuff, what you can do is that if you get uh, John some of this house wash, it's it's very common. And you can find it on the shelves of any uh, hardware home store or anything like that. Even the big boxes have them. Uh, have it. it, and it comes in like gallons. You know, that's probably the best way to buy it because right above that, you're going to find what looks like uh, a sprayer bottle. And what I mean uh, by that is is a bottle that you will pump pressure into. Mm-hmm. Pump sprayer, like a bug sprayer. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, like a bug sprayer. Exactly. Or, well, you put or this. A weed Right, exactly. You put this stuff into that kind of sprayer so that you can choose what kind of, you know, whether you want a stream or a mist or whatever, you know. Now, will will it work well enough that you don't need a pressure washer or you still need a pressure washer? Oh, no. It will work. It will work. You put it on there, but what you do need to do is wash it down with like a garden hose after you're done. 
because you don't want to leave those chemicals on the wood, you know, for good. You follow? Oh, so you're talking about you're talking about just using that alone without pressure washing it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it'll, it'll work. Maybe a um, uh, scrub brush, a little bit of soft bristle brush. Yeah, and we've talked about that before. Dell uh, has has mentioned like on decks and patios things that do get that mold. Just using some house wash and and a good scrub brush, and not talking about hands and knees. Talking about one of those brushes at the end of a broom handle, you know? Right, sure, <laughs> like a pool scrubber. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing you don't want to put this on when it's hot because it probably evaporates too quickly and doesn't work. Well, it 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 does work and it and, works in the summertime. And as you know, sun on bleach reacts very fast. So now right, I was wondering right. if he used like a seal on that, like after he cleaned it, if he sealed it, would that prevent some of that um, algae mold mildew? I know. I'm sure. I'm sure it would on any part of it that you could get the sealer to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm you saying? Know, a clear seal over everything. Just seal everything, like um, like you would do with um, like a like a Thompson seal mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yes. See, mm-hmm. we we seal those chimneys, and that um, the stuff doesn't grow back on it. The uh, green, right? Um, algae looking stuff. Not Once a, we seal it, it kills it. Not a bad idea. Hey, give that stuff a shot, John. I'm pretty sure it's going to work great for you. All right, great. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. All right, let's move on. Uh, Timothy in Louisiana is on the line. How's it going, man? Oh, I'm making power. Not <laughs> just digging it, you know. Right, right. <laughs> and um, I'm I'm putting in a new water heater that'll take the power off of it, you know. Wow. Okay. And make hot water, you know. That's, but uh, the most common mistake that I've seen in my life is failure to read directions. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, I just realized they had those in almost all the boxes that I buy. <laughs> yes, and here's a, a word of warning on tools. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, I bought a DeWalt thickness planer. Uh-huh. Okay? And... It didn't have real bearings. It just had bushings that the axle, the drive axle, ran in. Right. And they, it, you know, it. I mean, five hundred dollar piece of junk. I had to. <laughs> fortunately, I, you know, I have a friend uh, make me new bearing box and install oil light bearings in it. And so I had. Hey, hey, Timothy, we're having a hard time with your phone today, man. Um, All right, well. Try another day. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Peace out. We're going to go to uh, Dave in Gulfport, who's got a um, – and don't go anywhere, Donna. We're going to help you resolve that dispute. Dave in Gulfport's on the line, and he's got a pressure washer question. What's going on, man? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I um, first want to make a comment. I'm a sort of a, I'd say, medium-advanced DIY, and uh, Ooh, I like that the grades. most common mistake I think people make is especially when they're doing bathrooms the showers things like that is they just skimp on sealing up that concrete board before they lay their tile uh a little bit of prevention saves thousands of dollars the last job i did uh i actually did a red guard uh-huh. on the entire concrete board mortared the seams red guarded the whole thing now tell folks um, what red guard is so Red Guard is like uh, it's it's called Red Guard because it's colored red, but uh, it's this latex paint. It's thin, mm-hmm. and you paint it on. Um, the key here is to mortar the con or the joints between the concrete board or uh-huh. the hardy board or whatever you're using. Right. And then you put that on there, and it dries um, to as 
essentially like a latex. In fact, if you leave some out drying on a board, you can peel it off, and it's like a stretchy plastic. Oh wow! But it's, it's, yeah, it makes a um, it makes a single uh, seamed membrane. Uh, so there's there's not a seam except at the very bottom, at the very top of the board where right. you stop painting. So it's this nice layer. Um, it's a fifty to seventy five dollar product for an entire shower. Uh huh. Um, not bad. Will, last forever so that's a that's my little tip of a common mistake but i had a question on pressure washing uh i just moved to the south uh to the coast here from california mm-hmm. and similar to caller one yeah i noticed that uh a lot of mold and mildew grow on houses and this is an issue i've never had to deal with before oh um, yes for a homeowner mm-hmm. uh for simple maintenance year after year um, what kind of pressure washer should I buy? Uh, electric? Uh, do the, do some of the electric ones do the job now? And I'm talking about, you know, way up on the rooftops at the eaves. The, um, the electrics. Spray I, that a little bit. You know, I've not seen that the I electrics buy? will. I don't think the electrics will get there. At the top. What, do, what do you think, Dell? Um, with a pressure washer, you, you definitely want to look at the PSI it puts out. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and if you got a two-story house. It's uh, nothing wrong with investing in the uh, extended wand. Yeah, you know, uh, the, uh, I've got the extended wand. Yes. It's, it, it, anyway, it's a but it's a way to get up there. But you would want twenty eight hundred on up. You know, yeah. twenty eight to thirty two. Yeah, don't so, go to uh, under twenty eight hundred yeah. pounds per okay. square inch. Yeah. Um, Those fifteen hundreds, you know, just about like a water hose. Yeah, and and yeah, it's not much better than a leaf blower. But okay. at the same time, uh, I've done this both ways, and I'm telling you uh, the same thing that I mentioned to the previous caller. Try that house wash stuff. Yep. Because and you want a pressure washer that can soap, you know, that, that um, distributes soap. the soap to a soaper. Right. You know, yeah. not just water. Give me, I, I missed the name of the house wash. Uh, do you recommend a certain brand? Man, there, there's uh, – we tried to come up with this like last time. Like a JoJo wash or a Joe wash or something like that? They, they, Joe Max is, is – Joe probably, Max. Yeah, it's probably what you're thinking. But but they sell all different – there's different brands of it. It's pretty much all uh, bleach-cut cleaners. You know, okay. concentrated cleaners. Yeah, concentrated cleaners. All right. If all right, I can Dave. get a chemical to do the work versus my arm, I'm all for it. That's right. <laughs> I always look on that aisle, and the one that has the picture of the house, the cleanest, that's the jug I buy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. They have a that's picture good. of the house, you know, right. and that, that kind of sells it. All right. Appreciate it. Let's go real quick because i got to settle this dispute. All right. You ready for this, Dale? Donna is on the line in Oxford. What is this dis- uh, dispute you're trying to settle? And I have this. Uh, we we do a lot of uh, projects together, and uh-huh. we have an ongoing dispute because we expanded our deck. Hang on, this is really dumb. I can fix this right now. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. Um, and he he put up the post, but he didn't cement them in, and then progressed to do the rest of the deck. Mm-hmm. And of course, now the posts have silted in, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to dig them out and put concrete down there. And I'm saying we have to dig them out and put concrete down there around the posts that are holding up the edges of the deck. So this is the dispute. Huh. Well, uh, let me say that, uh, Dell. first of all, if... This is a good experiment. We yeah. need to document this just to see how long it takes for those uh, posts to shift or rot. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um 
But you know what? We've had we we had a show on here one time where we were talking about putting these uh, roughly four by four posts mm-hmm. in the ground, uh-huh. and boy, we lit up the phone lines of people saying, "No, do not use concrete," and others saying, "No, you have to use concrete." It yeah. is unbelievable what some of the thoughts are out there and, and the two different ways to do it. I will say, if it's already moving, if it's already shifted, there's not really a discussion to be had. To no, me. it's not shifting yet. Oh, it's not shifting yet. Wait a second. Wait, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Hang is on. it tied off to the house? Are you getting on to him for something that's not happened yet? Yes, because I <laughs> feel It's a possibility, see? Right, right, okay. All right, well, uh, I was going to have to go with you either way, but since you're the wife, well, let's go with you anyway. <laughs> Tell them to put the concrete down. Okay. All right, have a good day, Donna. Great, thank you And a you lot so of times they'll put some protected uh, covers around, you know, wrap the posts in a, in a felt or plastic or something, and then pour the concrete. That's not a bad idea. All right. Uh, you know what? We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, we're talking today about the most common DIY mistakes. And uh, we're going to go back to the wisebread.com list here in just a moment. If you've made any of these mistakes and you want to share, give us a call. We promise. Well, we don't promise not to laugh. But also, if you need some general home improvement help, give us a call also. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons got stuck in traffic, and today we're talking about 10 costly mistakes Every DIYer should avoid, according to Wise Bread. Yeah, WiseBread.com. Okay. Uh, uh, Java, I'm sorry, man. I just I keep getting caught up by this uh, website. This is just, it's a good website, man. You go in there and you get you some financial planning. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> anyway, okay. Here we go. Uh, mistake number two, the Superman uh, syndrome. This is where this is uh, where Jason falls right here. Okay, I'll I'll do it yourself. Was falling that. All right, here we go. I'm gonna read it. You ever meet one of those people who could do everything better than you? They're the same people who think they can build an entire house in one weekend with no help from anyone else. Oh my God, my wife is just cackling right now. This is known as working beyond your scope. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is like my horoscope. Hang on. Uh, if you can't do plumbing, don't do plumbing. If you're rotten with heights, avoid the roof, please. Don't think that you can stand on tiptoes on the top rung of a rickety old ladder and think you'll always be safe. Mm-hmm. One day you'll be telling your DIY story in the ER. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite part of this. According to the U.S. Consumer Protection Safety Commission, ladder mishaps land over 164,000 people in the emergency room each year. Yes. Just from ladders, not even doing anything, just being <laughs> on one. So there you go. All right. Uh, got Homer on the line in Lyons, and uh, and he's got a comment about my fence post thing. What's going on, Homer? Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, Please just, tell me you put fences say, up. 
I enjoy the show. The um, now, let me tell you what I do when I'm putting fences in, and mm-hmm. this might not be uh, a prescribed thing, but what I do, I get roofing uh, tar, roofing tar. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Get treated post, and once you figure the depth of your of the hole you're digging, uh-huh. uh, that tar. About a day or two before you actually put that fence in the uh, that post in the ground, mm-hmm. and I do use concrete. I tie that post about six to eight inches above the ground line. Wow! What that does is what what messes up post and wood when it's in the ground is when it rains, and at the ground level where the water sits, it causes it to rot. I have seen fences blown down and. That's where they break at. They break at the ground level. Right. And if you don't want to buy any of those caps to go on top of the post, what you want to do is take some of that tar and just spread it over the top because water tends to, over time, soak down through the wood, even if it's treated, uh-huh. and it weakens the wood. Wow. That's, uh, you know what? That's fantastic. Like I said, we did a show and talked about fencing and it was unbelievable how many different the putting in a fence post apparently is like cooking. It's like yes. whatever you think is best. Um, yeah, I, never, I always use two posts at, at, at where the center. I don't ever use one post. I put two posts. Really? Give the, yes. It gives the fence a whole lot more strength. And you'll probably never have to put that post back, I mean, that fence back up unless you just want to change fences or the fence actually, the fence part of it rots out. That is unbelievable. Double post. Right. All right, Homer, well, we appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for the heads up. Okay, we're going to keep on with our big uh, mistakes in DIY, things that you can do that are mistakes. Permits. What's permits? Okay. Permits aren't there just to be a pain in your rear end. They've uh, they got a real purpose, and it's in your best interest. Those folks in the permit office are there to make sure that the job is done right and that you don't go hurting yourself or anyone else. They also ensure that when you do an improvement on your house, uh, your insurance carrier has the necessary paperwork to keep you covered. Mm-hmm. So like, if you do something big and it's not reported or permitted, then you're they not covered. They don't have to it. own it. Nope. Uh, don't quote, don't quite know if you need one. Well, unless you're just like doing some paint, uh, something like that, just, just call your building department, the local building department, usually city or county, whatever, and see what the, what the issue is. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to Linda and, uh, I'm sure it's not post Gibson. I'm sure it's port Gibson, but Linda, uh, you got plumbing problems. Yes, I had problems. But what uh, I was going to say is I had uh, a plumber come by. Uh, My pipes had busted, and the guy came up. Mm -hmm. He did not have any tools. Mm. He had to go to uh, a family, not being Ace Hardware, or um, Mm -hmm. to get the tools. Was this guy a uh, certified or licensed plumber? No, he's not. Right, right. A friend, a church member? Right. Huh? Somebody you trusted? Uh, This was somebody who was referred to me by uh, a friend of the family. Oh, okay, okay. Um, And this guy did not have anything. He had to go and buy everything. 
Let me guess. Did you buy everything? Yes. Yeah. I did because uh, he went there and the guy set up an account for him. And uh, he got the most expensive stuff and brought it back. Linda, did you uh, did you uh, make sure to close that little account down before you? Oh yes. <laughs> okay. I did. Okay. Good. And uh, That's spooky. And then when the guy uh, <clears throat> finished the job, um, he started to leave with my my saw. I had to <laughs> eat a small saw and hammer. That you I paid for? All the way down the street, yeah, right. to get it. Why, you chased him down the street. All right, Linda, you know what? Here, here's the deal. Here's the uh, the, moral, the moral to the story. Uh, go on Mississippi State Board of Contractors or, or there's a couple of different organizations, even BBB, uh, to check folks out. But remember, uh, when you're talking about two very particular things, plumbing and electrical. <laughs> you when you're doing, either one of those things can can destroy your home and possibly hurt you. And so you're going to want a pro. The first red flag is he didn't have any tools. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, if he's he getting a, getting dropped off at the job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do nah, that again. Nah. Um, go with a licensed professional. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Okay, mistake number four on uh, DIY issues. Saving a few too many bucks on materials. Uh, oh, like I know you love a bargain, right? But make sure you know where to draw the line. One quarter inch drywall may save you a whole bunch, but it's about as effective as a pair of curtains. I mean, it doesn't yeah. soundproof anything. You need about three-quarter inch for a good sound barrier, and uh, flooring is the same story. Oh, please. Three-quarter inch plywood is your best friend when it comes to keeping the noise down and giving you a strong foundation. Uh, but, you know, a lot of flooring people put in, because you don't see it, is pretty cheap. So if you're if you're looking at it, make sure that good flooring is going down. And you can follow through that thin stuff. Oh yeah, this is not the place to uh, to to tighten up on budget. Is on materials. I saw a million dollar house had some penny thick uh, laminate, and you talking about awful, man. I mean, awful. oh, that'll just destroy a house like that. The laminate was just waving, and, and oh no, it was so thin. It was just like putting cardboard down. I'm talking about a, in a mansion. So it you do terrible. a mansion, and then you cheap the floor. You yeah. can't cheap the floor. It was awful. Kills the look. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, you can send an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got that open in front of me right now. So if you can send one there, 877-MPB-RING is the number. What's up, Java? All right. Uh, so let's go to number five. This, uh, again, a problem of mine that I've run into Mistake number five in DIY, that's close enough. Let's just call it that. Uh, <laughs> my dad taught me this, too. Measure twice, cut once. Mm -hmm. I wish I had listened to him once, even. You know, that, That's become a rule of mine because you have to buy that material. Yeah, because if you cut it wrong the first time, especially if you cut it short, mm. you just wasted everything. All the money's gone. You can't yes. get that back because, you know, and, and I'll, I'll throw this in on top of that. Always cut too long because <laughs> yeah. you can cut it again. Yeah. Then you can mark it. 
Right. But <laughs> if you cut too short, you can't use it. So it's no good. So that's the deal. Don't go, uh, you know, like if you're measuring, it's really going to come out looking like stuff. Like my wife is really good at looking at a box like I'll make, and she won't say that it leans a little bit to the left. You know, this is really cool of her. I appreciate it. But I really should learn that rule. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email fix at 101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. We're talking about the most common DIY mistakes today, according to wisebread.com. If you've made any of these mistakes and want to share, or you can give us a call. And, uh, ooh, I was talking about earlier something that you stole off of Pinterest or whatever and made it. That's got to be cool. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks got stuck in traffic. Today we're talking about 10 costly mistakes every DIYer should avoid, according to Wisebread. And the reason why they matter is that they're a financial sites. So what they're talking about here is this is the way you can lose money. And I can say that Dell. Have you ever had to go back and fix something a DIY or exploded? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They've um, called me in the middle of um, Job Gone Wrong, and they, they said, look, Dale, uh, we tried. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get there, you try not to laugh in front of them. <laughs> and, and you just, That's cruel. You man. know, you don't want to laugh, but, you know, we've all been there, uh, been off more than we can handle and don't know how to fix it. So that's when a professional comes in and make uh, light of the situation. Well, this is where the networks kind of kind of hit you in the face with this. Because, look, uh, in 30 minutes, you can install a brand-new tile floor in 2,300 square feet of house <laughs> in 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. When the truth is, that's not going to happen unless you've got a crew of 50 folks, you know. Yeah, they just show the wall going down and back up. Right. Not the in-between. No. And, you know, one of the funny things is that they show on, like, the HGTV kind of shows is they'll show, like, the frame of the house, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it has sheetrock. Folks, sheetrock is like an art. (laughs) This is not something that happens today, you know, uh, unless it's a, like, total pro. And demolition is not just sledgehammering the wall. There's a lot more into it, uh, cleaning the nails up, um, knowing what to tear up without uh, over-tearing up and, yeah. uh, and removing all that. Debris. Where to put the hammer, where to put the saw, mm-hmm. because going through plumbing or electrical is always a, a, a challenge. So anyway, all right, let's go to uh, Crystal in Hattiesburg. And, and Crystal, you've got a, a water leak on hardwood? Mm. Yes. Um the bathroom leaked and it went into the bedroom and there's hardwood 
tongue and groove flooring that popped up into a V. And I've been told that you can take a skill saw and cut the tongue off of one of the boards and try to lay them back down. But I need to know the best way to do this without completely ripping the whole bedroom up. Well, that, that, that could be true. What kind of floor is this? Is it real wood? Yes. It is real wood. Okay. And the, the scary part is that it's an old house, uh-huh. and there's actually old tongue groove underneath it. Oh, wow. Uh, Dell, any um, suggestions? <clears throat> she's going to need to dry that up as uh, soon as possible with uh, fans and humidifiers. Yeah, it won't It won't be so bad once you dry it up because it will draw back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's completely dry. It's been dry for a little while. I'm just scared to tackle it. Well, it's not so bad now that you got it dry, and I hope the leak is fixed. The thing yeah. to do is uh, find you need a saw that has um, a good blade, good sharp blade. And like they said, try to trace that uh, that seam there where the uh, V is popped up. Go ahead and okay. run your saw down that, um, maybe um, six inches beyond the point okay. or from wall to wall in that area. What kind of saw were you thinking of using? Uh, just regular skill saw. and That's what I thought. It don't set it too deep. So okay. just deep enough to cut that edge out. And run it okay. along that uh, that groove, and okay. once you remove that, probably uh, shop back uh, all the dust up and everything. You might need to put some uh, some adhesive under there, um, uh, a tube of um, wood glue, a floor sub glue, you know, just to kind of keep that area from uh, shifting and moving on you. And then fill it in with some wood filler and stain that area, and you should be good. Oh, so what if the 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 underneath layer of tongue and groove is? Is swollen up too. You said if? Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, no, it I don't is. No, I don't know for oh, sure. Okay. If it is well, or not. that'll be the next step. To take care of the first step on top, and once you lie that down, if it doesn't lie down smooth, then you know you're gonna be um, removing and replacing some floors if you're gonna get down to that other layer. But it should um, retract down um, level. It should. Right. Yeah. Okay. Especially with the old floors being uh, original tongue and groove floors. They don't okay. uh, just pop. If if they pop up, you can do the same technique. Right. You okay. run the saw down just go a little the deeper. same way. Yeah, yeah, put your saw a little deeper and go all the way down it. And um, you might have to use some fine threaded screws and just try to screw it down to one of those floor joists. Mm-hmm. Or press it, you know, get one of the heavy people on it and uh, <laughs> just glue it back. Okay. I could I'll see that in my house. Somebody really heavy. <laughs> right. Then. Hey, come stand here. I'll give you five bucks. Just stand there. <laughs> and, and put just yeah. some of that um, that floor adhesive on it to hold it down. Right. Okay. But it should lay on down though with the saw blade out. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Crystal. Appreciate it. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, so we were talking about some of the big mistakes. Here's mistake number six. These things can cost you money. Uh, Duct tape. Okay? (laughs) Yes, uh, it's really handy stuff, but it is not a repair. It buys you a little time. If you're walking out of the door to catch a flight for two weeks to Hawaii, duct tape could save your bacon for a few minutes, but it is not permanent. It will leak 
This is a guarantee, folks. It it, it is duct it's not tape like is, the commercial. Duct tape is not plumbing. <laughs> so we can't make a boat out of duct tape. Right, right. As sure well, I don't know that you can't, but I'm just saying. Uh, as sure as night follows day, you you're going to have to fix it. So yes, mm-hmm. uh, duct tape is nice to have around for a quick fix, but you always go back and readdress whatever area you had to deal with with duct okay. tape because nothing tells a uh, contractor what the problem is more than a piece of duct tape. Yeah, if you use it for a plumbing leak and then it starts to leak again, you just apply more and you get a big spool of duct right. tape. So yeah, <laughs> just eventually just fix hump. it. Yeah, and and yeah, and the plumbing pipes, the uh, PCV stuff costs, you know, fifty cents. I know, yeah, it doesn't man. cost anything. So, all right, uh, number seven. Oh, by the way, the number is eight seven seven MPB ring. Number seven, rushing the prep work before painting, folks. Oh, if you're not putting two times as much time on the prep work than you are the painting, you're doing it wrong. I tell all my painters, you're not painting today. Today we're prepping, and that means. Slowing down and looking over it with the fine tooth, you know, the best eye. Look for all blemishes because once you open that paint, it's hard to paint and prep. Yeah. And, and, well, and, and if you're if you're having to fix holes in the wall, they yeah. they take a while to dry. And, and then need so, sanding. Right. Don't cheat that. So when you paint a room, then you see the the spots you fix. Yep. So sand it. Do it right. Take the time, the extra step to prep. It'll give you a better job in the end. All right. Uh, mistake number eight. Uh, this. All right, you ready? Mistake number eight: Any paint will do. No, no, no. it will not. <laughs> no, I've learned that the hard way. I, tell you, uh, I we I had a basement one time, mm-hmm. and it had paneling on the walls, and and it was it was not really attractive. And I thought, you know what? I'll just paint it. So mm-hmm. uh, I got a five gallon bucket of paint. It was a giant room for twenty one dollars. <laughs> for twenty one dollars, right? <laughs> Maybe twenty one dollars, and I painted that room. Four times before I got it to actually cover that dark wood paneling. For any do-it-yourself out there, uh, spend a little more money on the paint, and you'll get better results. I I did the same thing. I bought the cheapest paint, Mm -hmm. and I wanted the best paint job. Now, I painted it six times, Uh but I started noticing the paint goes on wet, Uh and it pulls back. And I found out what they do with the cheap paint, they don't put as much um, the pigment in it and the the, the the paint in other words it's watered down so you don't you, it looks like paint but you don't have paint wow so when you paint the wall and you come back and inspect it to dry it's spotted it's up because it's spotty. only paint yeah. in certain spots and you wind, and then you coat it again thinking that'll do it right and then you coat it again after six coats you got it but you could have bought some one step <laughs> right and been through <laughs> and it. saved yourself three days of work yes yes so, there you go all right uh, number eight. Uh, no, wait, that was number eight. Sorry. <laughs> number nine, famous last words, folks. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, well, well, this is easy. D- do you have any fingers? I mean, that can you can lose those. Uh, safety is essential when working with DIY. Even if you look like a dope, you need to wear the right equipment. Uh, things like uh, goggles for your eyes. That's probably one of the biggies. Uh, gloves and mask. Yeah, mask. A mask is great. And by the way, if you're doing a lot of sanding or especially around any sheetrock mud or, or that kind of thing, it, it, it's so fine, folks. And and it, you, you'll never know it if you're just sitting there breathing it. Read the labels of the chemicals because there are some harsh chemicals out there, you know, for scripting things and, and different, um, 
you know, just just read the labels and know um, what you're dealing with. Right. Um, and here here is mistake number 10 that will cost you the most money. A little knowledge is a dangerous thing. A lot of folks just dive right on into that home project. We were talking about this before, and they've seen it on HGTV or on a show or two, or they read something online. Uh, that's until the new edition collapses under their feet. Don't start on your project by yourself, and don't start big. Um, if you know someone who happens to be good at this stuff, tag along, help out. Uh, you know, ask where you can help because you you really need to watch. And there's some apprenticeship. Uh, that can happen if you'll find someone that knows how to do these kind of things. They'll be happy for the extra pair of hands on their own project, and uh, you're getting a lot of experience. The big box hardware stores often offer workshops also on things like mm-hmm. tiling and, and and painting properly, things like that. You can try those services. They're really good, and you can really learn a lot about the proper way to do it. But because you saw the guy at Home Depot put six tiles on a prefab board that was sitting mm-hmm. out doesn't mean you can do your entire house that day. There's a lot going on with cutting and sawing and, and yes. uh, lots of uh, different uh, tools and things like that. So just pay attention and make sure to read. Know your experience level so you won't um, get in a project by yourself uh, too deep. All contractors have meeting with other contractors and brainstorm ideas and and I, I'll call a buddy over, man, what you think about this? And we'll look at it. we both troubleshoot thoughts in our heads and come up with a solution. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's a way to save money on your uh, DIY stuff. And that's it for us, right? Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.